0: Charlie. Mark, Mark Charlie.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's
2: theory of relativity. We're still
0: seeing it quite
2: well through that haze. 37 The fight e growing E equals e MC. 13.
0: That 13. all men
3: are created equal.
2: About the future
3: innovations. And growing strength in the air. Ignition
4: sequence. Tears down. <laughs> this right. Head on. I mean, this is happening. Something coming staging.
5: This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders.
2: And welcome to Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm the CEO and president of World Talk Radio, home to the Voice America Talk Radio and TV networks. Joining me, of course, my co host, partner in crime, 12 year colleague. Uh, A 17-year veteran and vice president of broadcast operations, Mr. Ryan Treasure. Hey
6: Jeff, thanks for that, appreciate it, excited to be back, a new year, and jumping into it strong with Finding a Frequency today. You know, every time we take a week off, it seems like forever. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a <laughs> nice show that we had, uh, I think it was the 23rd of December was our
2: last show, and uh, prior had to some, Christmas, yes, yeah, yeah, did some good, you have good a good Christmas, I by did, the way? I did, what about you? Uh, I did. it was great, yeah, I get everything I wanted, channel was good to me. Did you go party for New Year's, or did you stay home? Uh, no, you know what, amateur night ended for me a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, I did. we didn't do
6: anything either. Went out with a couple of friends for like a couple hours, and then about 8 o'clock, we hightailed at home and hung out at the house for the rest of the night. That's about all it takes nowadays, right? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, here we are back again, uh, another glorious week of Finding a Frequency. Um, we're coming off Chapter 9, which was Building and Keeping Your Audience. That was our twenty uh, third uh, Genu- uh, December 23rd yep. show. Uh, which we had a couple of excellent guests on that show.
6: Yeah, it was a really good uh, uh, contrast between the two guests coming from kind of uh, two different
2: realms, two you know? different worlds. Yeah. Like I said, that spectrum. You know, they both uh, star- on, were on each end, and they both they met right in the middle. Uh, Ken Roshan, of course, was our first guest. Yep. Uh, Ken is, uh, you know, he's a special guy to the network. He's actually a friend uh, to all of us, and we work together. Uh, on different projects, some are out and about at events. Uh, Of course, and the other is with his own radio show, Amplified Radio. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool to kind of hear how he's leveraging
6: uh, social media and photography and kind of mixing that all together to keep his audience engaged. And, you know, knowing that he's got one of the uh, uh, highly, one of the most active Facebook pages on social media with about 100,000. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah, it is. And and he's
2: a darn good photographer. Yes, he is. He is sensational. And, of course, we had Simran Singh. Uh, Simran, of course, very special as well. She hosts 11.11 Radio uh, with Voice America, who came from, like I said, the other end of the spectrum where her uh, uh, look and take on it is coming from a point of the brand, mm-hmm. the passion, once again with the passion, the passion for what she does, and knowing her guests uh, back and forth, up and down, and everything yeah. about them, and that's how she is able to build and keep her audience. You know, I got to give her uh, really big kudos
6: because I know the, a lot of the guests that she has on are authors, and so uh, she really puts in the time and energy to read the entire book before she does the interviews, and um, you can tell that that uh, that additional prep time really serves her well with her interviews. They're fantastic. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. you know, she discussed a lot of uh, you know again passion. Is the key to success when you're when you have a message. Uh, it's what you love. It's what you're trying to get out there. It's what you're trying to teach. Um, you know that's who you are. It's building your legacy, and your legacy has to have some passion behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing no, it if you don't? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, moving into this week's show, we will be talking about uh, using press releases to promote your broadcast. Yeah. Now, as far as the book is concerned, again, I say this probably just about (laughs) every week, uh, but the book is a topical application. The book teaches you the how to, uh, and the show goes more in depth. So the book will teach you how to write a a press release that's going to garner the attention from the service that you're using to get that press release out, because we both know That in this world, if you're sending, you can't just send up any old press release (laughs) and have it put out on the wire. No. Because that's going to get kicked right back. You have to have something newsworthy and something that, you know, people are going to be attracted to. Yeah, and it's got to be relevant too. You yes. know, I think a lot of the
6: times when uh, press releases come our way, that's probably the number one killer from the wire service. You know, not not accepting them is just really the f- the formatting of how they are written and them not being you know timely and relevant to something that's actually newsworthy. Absolutely,
2: no doubt. And you know what? Years ago, uh, the world was totally different when it came to press releases, which we'll talk more about that later with our guests. Yeah. Uh, but you know, times that they were changing. You know, when you talking about the digital world and you've got so many more people uh that are broadcasting in some capacity whether it's a podcast whether it's a a facebook uh and we have a new uh, little system going on here what Tell us a little bit about that system there, Ryan. Yeah, no
6: problem. Uh, You know, when all three of us had went to uh, the ad tech conference um, out in New York and made some uh, nice friends out there, and we leveraged uh, Mevo Camera, which is a 4K camera that's uh, distributed, created by Livestream, and uh, made some contacts with them while we were there in New York, had a couple of phone calls. And the next thing we know, this fantastic package arrived at the Voice America Studios filled with a tripod, a 4K camera, the battery, and... And, uh, a nice set of instructions to go along with it, and so here we are broadcasting the Finding Your Frequency show on Facebook Live with the Mevo camera, thanks to Livestream hooking it up, and uh, we're going to we're going to test the bejesus out of their yes, camera we will. and uh, and really give them some feedback and also create some really cool content and with two, it.
2: Two thumbs up there, but the only thing I don't like is for iPhone only right now. Yeah, but that's going to change. So yeah, I think they have a product release
6: uh, three months. <laughs> uh, is there is their end of Q one kind of release? I think for the Android, so that'll yeah. be good. Got to get it over into the Android.
2: Yeah, well, no doubt about <laughs> it. You know, that's what I've been using for years now. So, I guess my whole point before I just jumped to the Wevo was <laughs> that you know, with uh, the amount of content that's going out nowadays, and we are, when you're trying to get that press release out there, you know, again because there's so much going on. It has to, again, be newsworthy. So keep that in mind when you, uh, when you buy the book and you uh, read into the chapters and it teaches you how to get a press release through because of the content that you're putting in. Uh, you'll be thankful for that.
6: Yeah And I think one of the things that will be really helpful for uh, the listeners and the people that are kind of reading the book is You know as we move through the process with the radio show uh, We're going to be creating some supplemental components that will be on the JeffSpinard.com website Which will kind of further enhance some pieces in the book and also provide some additional tools uh, For some of those people that are looking for some additional
2: assistance and in, and uh, in getting your name out there. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of getting uh, your name out there, uh, we have a few things that are already on the hor- uh, horizon. Yeah, we do. Yeah, uh, we've got some events that are happening. Yeah,
6: uh, you have this thing coming up in Orange County, like on the 19th, your yes. panel member for... Uh, a nice group, which will be fantastic to find out uh, yes. all about those ones. It's uh, the ICON group. What, what, what are you guys doing with that?
2: Uh, that is going to – I'm going to be a VIP guest. So I am the only one sitting at the table that represents media. So obviously I'm going to get the guy. – I'm the guy that gets the questions about internet broadcasting, media, you know, what's the successful – you know, how did voice marketing – America become so successful, you know, yeah, when and, you get and, seventeen years under your belt, yep, you know, and people this is, want that. This is
6: exactly what I'm talking about too, because we'll take the camera out there, we'll shoot that, so <laughs> we'll be creating content around that too, exactly. and then make that available for the users to and listeners to check out as some additional education for them. Yeah, so and great.
2: shortly after that, uh, then we're going to be at the Grammys. We'll be on the red carpet, uh, uh, interviewing not in, well. We'll be filming the interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I'll have my time on the red carpet too. So I'm <laughs> nice. I'm pretty pretty stoked about that. Uh, But we'll be, uh, there's a woman that we're going to be working with. uh, Allison is her name. Allison Hildebrandt uh, Larson. Uh, She will be the one interviewing some of the Grammy uh, nominees. Uh, So we'll get, you know, great uh, interviews there. But we'll be out there with the cameras. I don't know, are we going to be able to bring the Wevo? I mean, we'll... Have you put this together already or what? Yeah, we're pretty Mr. close. Vice President Broadcast <laughs> Operations. Yeah, we're pretty close. Give a big shout out to Robert Chalina, one of
6: our executive producers who's helped me test this out today, who's in our studio uh, running the camera. So thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, but, yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, we'll be able to get that out there. And, um, you know, we're going to go get us a new iPad that will travel around with the Mevo. So then we'll be all ready to pretty much go live anytime, anywhere. Which more. I think we're already ready to do that, but we're just adding additional layers to it. Which yeah, makes it it's always even more good to add
2: more. So you know, as as the leader in uh, uh, broadcast media, we have to be prepared. We want to be a step ahead of everybody and make sure that we're utilizing every <laughs> application, every piece of equipment, hardware, software, whatever it is. We want to use it with the network.
6: No, we already started getting some uh, Facebook messages and tweets and phone calls and stuff about uh, some of the different things we've added over the last four or five weeks on the show. Like, how are you guys doing this? Or how are you doing that? And, and, you know, I'm just like, tune into the radio show and come to the website
2: and learn. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that's great. So uh, on that note, Ryan... uh, Again, we've got the Grammy. We've got uh, Pitbull Conference coming up again. Hey, that's uh, here, that's too, this March, time. yep. Right here in Scottsdale. They're actually coming here because of the job we've done for them. We've been to the last two or th- – Four. Th- th- this will be the fourth. This will be the on. fourth, yep. So we've been – we've gone to Fort Lauderdale uh, – two in Fort Lauderdale, one in Las Vegas. But we've traveled each time. We've set up shop. We do our radio interviews. Each time gets more sophisticated. Uh, Last time we brought the camera and did some uh, TV interviews. Uh, Leonard is so impressed with us that he decided that he was going to do the event in Scottsdale this year. It's, so it's, that it's we could be there
6: completely in full swing Oh and we're going to do this out there We're going to have this Mevo yeah. set up We're going to have the Facebook live stream All the interviews And it's going to be extremely interactive And uh, you know always I got to plug Mevo They're going to be like in yeah. our pocket for 2017 As we travel around
2: that's We'll just have a little Mevo Voice America road show you, that's, <laughs> that's, And that is a testament to the uh, operations by the way Great job with uh, all of that Well, guys,
6: you can check out our Facebook live stream at facebook.com forward slash Voice America Talk Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Ryan 1, at Jeff Spinney 2. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be bringing you some engaging guests right here on Fighting a Frequency. Stay tuned.
7: no registration is required listen to your favorite voice america hosts and discover new ones download the voice america mobile app for iphone android or blackberry powered by aircast visit the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market become
0: our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america
5: Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen
0: everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
7: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.
4: The <laughs> Or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com.
5: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go, on iPhone, Blackberry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, Blackberry App World, or Android Market.
4: Happening, coming up
5: on stage. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788.
2: And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Jeff Spinard. And I'm your co host, Mr. Ryan Treasure. And this gentleman is a longtime friend of Voice America, a serial entrepreneur, growth hacker, uber nerd, and author of several books. Chris is the founder of Haboobo Communications, a full-service digital marketing agency dedicated to helping businesses stay relevant in an ever-changing business landscape. Chris helps educate clients about the latest strategies while taking the necessary time to research, design, and implement a highly effective plan to promote each business's unique brand across the across the world wide web. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Christopher Conlin.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Ryan. I'm Chris, gonna how are you?
2: Borrow. I'm a wonderful. I'm gonna borrow that <laughs> <You're> gonna bio <laughs> that I think you wrote <laughs> up
6: for me. It's much better than We're the right, work I Copy. Oh nice. yeah. Right, it's good cool, copy. Cool. Hey, I did write something right. Yes, is you that did. did. Yeah.
2: There it is. There it is. Okay, well, Chris, uh, and just to let everybody know, and I think I've said this before, before on prior shows, uh, Chris is uh, very special to myself. He's a good friend. He's also helped me with web design. He helped me with uh, p- uh, portions of the book. Chris has been uh, been a, a good influence uh, in my life. Good so, be a uh, first. I welcome. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, he's, he. I guess I'm the only list that you stay good on, right? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, today we are talking about using press releases to promote your broadcast. Um People don't know, or something like guys like Robert might not even know this, but years ago you were the guy that wrote our press releases I was you... and
1: and it's it's changed a lot since then yeah the yeah. the basic structure of a press release is essentially the same um at least for for the internet published right. on- online, which is a little bit different than the way that you used to publish a press release uh back in the the print days and column inches yeah, um, yeah. where your your headline could be a little more boring, and a little bit longer, and didn't have to fit in several different spaces. I would imagine you spaces. probably had
2: to do a lot more work to get that press release, too. Well, Maybe a little you'd, cashier, or I don't know, Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Uh, <laughs> we used to, well, there was a couple things that we used to call, but, but <laughs> it, it, was, it was, you basically needed to know the journalist- Right. Um, you know, for the lifestyle section or the journalist for the business section or the journalist in the political section if you wanted to tip them off against your competition. Or, but it was, it was steak dinners and limousines mm. and, and uh, <laughs> right. expense accounts type, uh, type PR at that point in time. That's how you get things published. Yeah. Um, the
6: grease the wheels PR. Yeah. It, exactly. exactly what yeah. it was. Yeah. You'd, right.
1: you'd, the PR person that you would hire had the expense account to what we would call nurture now, yeah. Right. Right. To nurture, and just the, like uh, the Kayola
2: days of the uh, the musicians, you know, you wanted to yeah. get that uh, record heard. You had to duke the old, uh, uh, what do you call them, the, the DMCs. You pay, it plays. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's it's not quite like that anymore. Though. Theoretically, <laughs> no, you could, no, not even you know, close. Theoretically, you could boost your press release on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn if you're distributing across those networks, which you certainly want want to do. Yeah. Um, but it's changed just a little bit in sort of the way, the flavor of a press release. Um, we used to say, you know, if it's not news to, if it's not, if you don't already know it, then it's news to you. Jeff got a new chair, put out a press release because it built links to the website and helped with search engine the, optimization the SGL, and, right. it, and a variety of other things. And, and it wasn't quite as crowded a space as it is now. Um, the, you know, the rumor around the campfire is that you know, PR, press releases have no value for search engine optimization or on the web or as part of news. Totally incorrect um, okay, summary is a yeah, totally inc- incorrect summary. They've just been devalued a little bit in terms of what's the value of right. that link because so many people can do it now online, Sure. and sure. They, people figured it out and they did it. And we used to do it all the time. Jeff got a new chair, you know, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right? press release. Right. Ryan got a new microphone, press release. <laughs> um, but it doesn't quite. You, it actually still works that way. Yeah. But those aren't the press releases that you think are all of a sudden going to get picked up by. USA Today or Time magazine or, or somebody's going to want to do a, a profile on you but that that same principle of it's if it's not news to them if they don't know about it then it's news to them now
2: sure sure does absolutely. apply
1: on social media where your level of engagement and your audience uh, viewing time or, or listening or reading time is so much more condensed right because
2: you're talking about a headline and a short description and a call to action whether it's to well, because the Do the, the attention span is a lot less time, so you have to <laughs> right off the grab bat, order, and, right, exactly. and then you suck them back. You suck them back into your
1: online version of the full <laughs> press release. You must have the, an
6: extremely shiny fishing lure. Got to get the attention <laughs> <exactly>. quickly. <laughs> so get a sparkle right <laughs> off the right, bat. Right, you right. got to
1: bedazzle it.
6: Yes,
1: yeah, there you go, bedazzling. So, one of the things that uh, that's important in understanding sort of the, the changing landscape of press releases is the headline. And you've got one line. It doesn't run over into two lines or three lines right. or four lines. Um, you know, I grew up learning from my father who was a Harvard lawyer and a politician. And if he got a new chair, it wasn't uh, John Conlon gets a new chair. It was John Conlon gets a new chair that will be placed behind his old desk in four or five lines in the headline of the press release. No one has time to read that, certainly not a journalist, when they receive 500 or 1,000 press releases a day. Sure. Because... Somebody bought a list of every journalist in the country and even though they're not interested in a restaurant in Scottsdale, they're still sending press releases to Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah, that's like just irritates the journalists.
6: Yeah, those services like scission are like that where you get you know, you subscribe to all of the journalists and you shoot you know, you shoot them all, you know, one at a time and just pray that somebody picks it up. Well, uh actually is kind of interesting and and I know Jeff you put the bar
1: up on the the website, yes. the orange one. And so yep. after the show, which yep, will right. be in the next day or so, if you sign up there, um, also with Benjamin Kaplan, who's coming on next, who has a c- totally different You're spin on the are these things away too oh, early, sorry. man. <laughs> but <laughs> we're, we're going to um, include that in that, yes. that PDF. So all the things that we talk about here and the specs and whatnot will be sort of on that, uh, on that PDF.
2: Um, Hopefully, people will be
1: able to go check it out. Right, and then so we'll send it all to them, and eventually, we'll make its way, I guess, to the resources page. Um, but all the stuff that we talk about today will be on there, and links to yeah. people like Cision, and, and there's some other ones where you can target down to a geographical area or by interest, um, which is sort of a decent segue into how do you find out what's trending. Yeah. and what keywords to use. Right.
6: I think that's also a good uh, topic to touch on and one of the key Absolutely. differences between, you know, the old school press release distribution methodology and how you can do things digitally and having that, uh, you know, a service that allows you to target, you know, certain geographic locations of where you're trying to get the news worthy content to, I think is really cool.
1: Yeah, and one of the things it's it's really nothing new. I, I did it a long time ago with something like uh, there was some news event And I used it in my headline of a press release that was for search engine optimization. And it had nothing to do with search engine optimization. The press release was about search engine optimization, but the headline had nothing to do with it. Black Friday saves (laughs) SEO for small businesses. And it it populated because Black Friday was trending. Now we have hashtags and a variety of other ways to... meet up
6: with those specific interest audience or trending audiences. Yeah, that's one of the things we talk to our hosts about, too, about how, you know, when, they're, when they're creating their content altogether is to leverage some of those tools about what's trending so that way when they do a topic on the radio show and they're promoting it, it's in the forefront of what's trending in some of those, uh, those outlets online. Exactly. And, it, and uh,
1: Facebook feeds and the way that your feeds are set up also are so intuitive these days that they follow what it is that you're interested in. So as they're building my Facebook feed and Twitter feed for me, they know that I'm interested in libertarian politics. So the libertarians crowd out my whole Facebook thing, even though I'm tired of libertarians until the next election (laughs) cycle. But I can't get rid of them right now. I'll have to be interested in something else for a bit. Um, But the most thing is making your headline irresistible. So it's not version two of our app is now available at iTunes. It's version two of our amazing new revolutionary wow because you only have that much line and your call to action is the link you gotta be (laughs) dazzling and the your your call to action is really that link going to the full press release either on a third-party website like a scission or pr web which is Mm scission, or business wire which is scission. um or whether it's on your actual website right and driving it back to there or or wherever it actually might be now, but that grabbing headline is what's going
2: to get them to click to read the full press release. Now, there's di- different price tags to press releases. Yeah, what is that well, all about? For example, you've got
1: uh, you have the totally totally free ones, mm-hmm. which is right. you're just going to put it out on your social media, your LinkedIn page, your website, free, free, right. free. Um, then you have a f- free ones with the upsells, which uh, a great one is twenty four seven press release. Okay. Their free release is probably the best. Of the free releases. There's also PR Log, which is another great one. 24 7 has the ability to add graphics and video and, right. and additional links and whatnot. And then they're, they have additional packages for additional distribution if you want to specifically target journalists sure. only in a geographic area or only specifically for business in a geographic area and an additional bonus social media distribution and whatnot. They, those can range anywhere from $59 to Sky's, uh, the yeah, uh, think, uh, sky's the limit. I yeah, mean, I think no, sky's the limit. Four hundred. Yeah, and I think the no, listeners I, would want to know how. do they make more. the
6: determination of which you know which press release information or which event to put that additional dollar into? Well, it'd be the the Jeff got a new chair is <laughs> social
1: media <laughs> and the website. Exactly. Okay. And well, I'm Not going to drop four hundred on my new chair. <laughs> partnering <laughs> well, well, partnering up with Nevo, right? With this right. Uh, that that could be sort of maybe a mid. Level one, you're going to want to spend some money on it for the additional distribution. Of course, sure. hit all of your social media and all of your sites mm-hmm. and get all your people to promote it across their social media sites sure. as well. Sure. Reform I have Joe Namath on my show, you right. know. Right. You have Joe Namath on your show, you got to throw Joe Namath dollars at it. Exactly right. <laughs> so, and hopefully, Joe Na-
2: and hopefully Joe Namath puts it
1: out too. So. Correct. And that's that's the other part of, of distribution, is. Right. Um, especially in broadcast, make sure that your guests have a copy of the press release in this tool and that the quotes from them and the quotes from you are worth quoting. Don't just fill it up with a bunch of quotes. They need to be something that the the journalist or blogger or other website will say, that's interesting, the title's interesting, and the quotes are interesting enough for me to wrap around
2: the details of what's in your press release. Cool. And you're going to be able to see all this – on the site later on or tomorrow. You'll be able to get tomorrow, this information. Latest, yep. uh, but I want you to stay with us. Sure. We're about to go to commercial break, uh, but stay with us. And, Ryan? Yeah, guys, go check out the Facebook live stream brought to you by Mevo
6: from live stream. We're at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America Talk Radio. Go check us out on Twitter at Radio Ryan 1 at Jeff Spinney 2. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we come back. We're going to be with our next guest, Ben Kaplan, CEO of PR Hacker.
7: no registration is required listen to your favorite voice america hosts and discover new ones download the voice america mobile app for iphone android or blackberry powered by aircast visit the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market
0: become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
4: The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events at voiceamerica.com.
7: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.
5: You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788.
2: Welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. And this gentleman is the founder and CEO of PRHacker.com, the world's fastest-growing viral PR firm, often referred to as the buzzfeed of PR firms. He has conducted PR and publicity campaigns for the world's largest consumer, financial, and education brands. He has obtained media coverage for his clients and more than 5,000 media outlets, and has personally appeared on over 2,000 TV and radio programs, including interviews on over, uh, I'm sorry, 2,000 TV and radio programs Uh, has been on The Oprah Winfrey Show, Good Morning America, Nightline, NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, Fox News, NPR, BBC, and now Finding Your Frequency. Ben Kaplan, welcome to the show.
3: Great! There we go. Glad to, glad to be on the show. Thank you for the nice uh, PR introduction. You, you, you should be my PR person as well. <laughs>
2: Thank you for that. Uh, we did did great right up in the very end. There we kind of stumbled a bit, but we're good. <laughs>
4: no, no, not at
3: all. Uh, we, we, you know, we're what, what I do at, at PR Hacker. We're often referred to as a, as a viral PR firm, and. And people kind of wonder what, what does that mean and what, what, what do we do? And so we're the ones that actually, you know, take stories and cause them to spread. We say we're sort of in the business of spreading ideas. And we, we do that for places like, you know, brands like, you know, Budweiser or Milkbone. Well, we'll, they'll have a certain concept. We did a survey, for instance, of what your you know, drink of choice says about you because of, you know, a Budweiser, if you drink one, you're authentic and confident and and we will spread that idea. Or, you know, we have 18 different pet brands as clients. So we'll create viral dog and cat videos. And we're the ones that activate emotions that cause those to spread. And so we tackle this in a lot of different ways. But the idea is how do you make PR and and, and more broadly marketing more efficient, more effective by using um, a lot of sort of data-driven techniques and a lot of activation of emotion that causes an audience to take action
6: oh wow that's extremely interesting and uh it's really pr based upon emotions that you guys are driving towards and i think it's really interesting you know looking through your website and what you guys do and kind of following you on twitter it's uh it's just kind of uh, it's exciting how you guys almost create you know events or or around pieces of news and some of those is that a trend that you're seeing uh for uh, garnering pr now
3: Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, you have to be like, I mean, really like one hyper timely. So it's like what's happening right now. And we used to say, you know, okay, the advent of like CNN brought around the 24 hour news cycle. Well, it's not 24 hour news cycle anymore. It's a 24 minute news cycle, right? (laughs) Right. Things can spread that fast. So you have to be super, super timely. Number one. And two, we, we use a tactic that we call localize at massive scale. So the more local, the more targeted you could be, um, uh, with a local story, but one that you can do at scale is really effective. So, an example is for Budweiser, you know, we did a ranking of, you know, which states, uh, love beer the most. And that gave us a local ranking so we could go out and say, you know, in Arizona, you're ranked number seven on the Budweiser sort of thermometer, you know, beermometer scale. But then we could also go to Florida and tell them their rankings. So we had a local result that we could do at scale. So, so two, that's a really big, you know, lever right now. And then three, anything you can do. Um, to trigger an, an emotion that causes action is great. And an example of that, and just, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an example that everyone's heard in the news, and maybe it's a political example, so set aside whatever your politics are for, for one second on this, but I think it's interesting to look at from the point of view of the presidential campaign. Um, with Donald Trump, he had, his most viral topic was, was basically, you know, Trump's wall, like he wants to, you know, build, build this wall. And so what's interesting about that was, our three tenets for spreading something virally are simple, surprising, and significant. And his wall, absolutely simple, right? You can hear it in like two seconds, like, oh, he wants to build a wall. Is it surprising? Yeah. Politicians don't really make suggestions like that normally. Is it significant? For his position of he's tough on immigration, it absolutely was. So it's an example where that was something that had a life of its own that really brought him out of this crowded Republican pack uh, pack, and brought him to the forefront of that very, very quickly. And that's the power of a viral idea that triggers emotions, that was a very emotional idea because it was so simple, surprising, and significant and it caused it to spread very fast.
1: Hey Ben, Chris Conlon here, how much A-B split testing do you think he did on those ideas before he blew them out? Because it just seemed like a classic A-B split test example yeah, to it, me. It's like a white well, paper you know, on it, split it's testing.
3: It's interesting because I think, I think it's, it's on two levels in, in, in the Trump case. I mean I think one, he was speaking to a lot of audiences and crowds. So, I mean, you can look at, you know, at PR Hacker, like we have in-house market research and surveys. We'll go survey, you know, 2,000, 3,000 people and see what they think. Well, when you're drawing, I think at the beginning he was drawing, you know, crowds of five to 10,000, probably by the end, thirty to 40,000. That's a pretty good, like, survey of just, like, live in, sure. in front of people on how they respond. So he was getting a lot of very fast feedback. And then the other thing that was kind of the behind the story, which is, you know, at PR Hacker, we do a lot of, like, multivariate testing. So one thing, I know you guys were talking about the press release, you know, one of the things we do is when we pitch a story, we might do eight versions of that story mm. and A-B test them against each other on small media outlets first to see what's more effective. And and largely what was happening, I think everything I've read, this was really led by his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, they were doing a lot of, like, very precise messaging targeting of, like, okay – these people will respond well to, the, to this wall message. We're targeting them very specifically on Facebook and other social media outlets, and only people who will respond well to us will see our message. And so that was done, and I think you know, you're going to see basically – I mean it's like kind of the era of, of sort of marketing being dominated by TV advertising is, is over because it's not targeted enough. And so people in the next five, ten years are going to have to come up with new forms of hybrids between digital and social and some element of TV, but it's all going to have to be, like, hyper-targeted. Like, why show your message to someone else who isn't going to respond well to it if you don't have to? Sure,
6: sure. Yeah, that's some trend that we saw as well last year as we traveled around in 2016 to, you know, the National Association of Broadcasters events and um, Ad Tech New York. And it was really really interesting to see the, you know, the advertising split across the entire broadcasting community of, you know, where you're getting traditional ad buys on one side versus digital ad buys, you know, versus leveraging, you know, the new social influencer uh, component of social media. And you're absolutely right. That's what we saw with the trend as well, that they're going to have to find some new ways of hybrid, which is one of the things that we really like about Voice America, because we bring that digital mechanism along with, uh, you know, your traditional uh, linear schedule with a live and then to on-demand component and trying to bridge the gap in media, leveraging those technologies.
3: Well, well, and, and, you know, I mean, here's another example. I mean, I think what, you know, what what you guys are doing is is great. And, and, you know, in in the promo for this, I heard about some of the places where you can catch the live stream and all that. Well. There's an advantage right now to get your message out if you're leveraging live technologies, just like and, and as simple as like an algorithmic advantage from Facebook, right? Like they're they want to build up their their Facebook live stream business. They're prioritizing if you go live, lots more people are going to see it. Lots of your followers or fans are going to get you know pinged and said, "Hey, you know Voice America is going live." And so if you leverage that technology um, now, you have an advantage. You're just going to reach more people now. Will that be the same a year from now? Probably not. It will be the next thing. So right. so you're never, I think, as an agency and, and as a CEO of an agency, I'm never married to like, it must be this tactic. This is what we do. Exactly. Because I know the tactics change. It's more that we're in a mentality that we're going to leverage whatever distribution channel technology. We'll learn it quickly. We'll be ahead of the curve. We'll capitalize on it for our clients. And that can change over time. But how we approach it won't change, which is to be opportunistic. And right now... You know, live using live, even Facebook Live, YouTube Live. It's an advantage if you can leverage those technologies.
2: Sure, I say that every week. <laughs> <You> <laughs> we, know, we've been saying <laughs> it for minute, seventeen years. Change,
6: you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, always about well, the live.
3: Well, and, and you know, I think the other thing is is that is going to be interesting is a lot of techniques that were you know, we our headquarters are in San Francisco. We have offices in San Francisco, and New York, but a, a lot of the folks around San Francisco, there's a whole class of people called called growth hackers. And what a growth hacker is is someone who uses a lot of testing, measurement to get a result to create growth fast. And 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 this is seeping into fields like PR and other things. Like I'll I'll give you an example. So a, a classic growth hacking technique is optimizing the conversion time. Meaning, okay, if you're going to display an ad to someone, you want to display it right when they're like primed to like buy your products, right? And you can do a lot of testing to figure out what that time is. So what we do at PR Hacker is for 350,000 media contacts in the US, we track when is the optimal time to contact each one because we have historical data on each one every time we've interacted them, interacted with them. And so we can then optimize our pitch and say okay, if we're going to deliver a pitch via email and we're going to schedule it for this CNBC TV producer at you know, four thirty-two AM on a Wednesday because that's our best chance to, to break through. As they're planning right. their early morning talk show, they're actually there early, and no other publicist is pitching them then. So this is an example of how a lot of like other marketing tactics—it's um, going to start being used in different ways because it's just data and testing is just a more effective way to go.
6: Yeah, you guys really are reinventing what it means to do PR. <laughs> that's that's amazing. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, yeah.
3: It, it, it's fun. It, it's sort of. You know, we, I kind of li- liken ourselves to, you know, we're a, a combination, you know, one part agency, creative agency, one part startup. And so I think where agencies have to kind of improve and change is that typically an agency, you know, the model is you go by time, right? You're like, okay, uh, you know, we spent another X number of hours, we build clients, we have, our clients are happy, we get to build more. Well, I think where the, the startup mentality is exactly the opposite, which is, We don't want to like expand the time so we can build more. It's like we need to do this in less time because we need to grow fast, raise more money, or or you know show success before we we go out of money. So because we sort of come from that kind of like San Francisco Silicon Valley kind of culture. It's just everything we're doing is like, what's the hack? How can we do it differently? If we have a really successful campaign, when we do it next month, then we're like, okay, how do we make it twice as efficient as effective? That's always the the mantra to our team here is, okay, this was great last time, but what do you have in mind that's going to make us twice as good this time? And that's what we strive for. And I think that's much more of a startup mindset than an agency mindset. So I even think from like creative agencies, PR agencies, marketing agencies, digital agencies, TV ad agencies, they're going to have to shift their mindset a little bit because this is a faster-moving environment where you can't just sort of like stand. If you stand still, you're going to fall behind.
2: Uh, ben, when when did you start uh, uh, the organization? When did you start the company?
3: Um, PR Hacker. Um, we're um, it's about three and a half years old now. Okay. Um, so I had my background is I had you know done lots of things in in sort of PR for my, my own sort of products and companies. Realized there was a better way to do it. Sort of started by accident, we just grew, grew quickly, and, and really our pitch has been, you know, um, we're a data-driven PR firm that's viral optimized, and um, because everything's moving that direction, um, we've we've grown with it.
2: Excellent. Well, you know, as a uh, magna cum laude, uh, cum laude, Harvard graduate, I guess uh, you know you're a smart man behind the wheel there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, well, thank you. There's, I, I appreciate that. You know, it's I, I think the the fun thing that. I think as, as all of us, you know, in some form are marketers is that it's a puzzle to solve every day. And there's no right or wrong answers, but it sort of is like it either works or it doesn't. And so if you like solving puzzles, you know, it's like, I, I like what I do, like a crossword or a Sudoku sure, or sure. something else. Where Like you figure it out. It's a puzzle to solve, and that's a lot of fun. And I think there's so much disruption coming that if you want to pave the new way and you yep. like solving puzzles, probably find a better
2: way no doubt Ben you know what Uh, we got to have you on another show sometime because you you're just a fountain of knowledge and information I think we learned a lot from you in this short period of time we're gonna wrap it up Uh, so I want to thank you for being on the show uh, and Ryan Yeah thank you Ben We really
6: appreciate your time And ladies and gentlemen uh, This is Ben uh, He's the CEO of PRHacker.com Go check out their website At www.prhacker.com Find out a little bit more About what they do And leverage some of their services Check out our Facebook live feed At facebook.com Forward slash Voice America Follow us on Twitter At Jeff Spinney 2 At Radio Ryan 1 We're going to take a quick Commercial break Thanks to all of our guests For being on today We'll be right back Right after these messages
7: Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, Blackberry App World, or Android Market.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
4: or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com.
7: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. happening coming
4: up on
5: You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472
2: 5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your co host, Ryan Treasure. What a great guest,
6: huh? Yeah, it's been actually an extremely fun show uh, from my Uber Nerd perspective. It was Uh,
2: extremely educational. I mean, you know, to start out, with, you know, you think about the title of the show, using press releases, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, wow, yeah, this is going to be a great show, but it really was. Yeah, and the next thing
6: you know, yeah, we're I digging into, stuff. you know, yeah. uh, multi variety testing, iteration, optimization. You know, all of the uh, all of the pieces that go with uh, the term growth hacking, right. which is cool. Right, Chris, what did you think? I mean, you're, you're- I, I've learned stuff. I love I love
1: their site. I mean, PR Hacker has. Yeah. they've got case studies. They got blogs, the the articles, and they're not just from their internal people. They're they're from thought leaders and influencers that I know are working directly with Ben. So. There's a lot of good stuff on there. I think we'll be
2: talking to Ben later on because uh, I think Voice America could
1: uh, –
2: we can work with Ben in some capacity so that we can help our uh, uh, hosts with their shows and, of course, the network on an overall.
6: I know I'm interested to know which state in the United States consumes the most talk
2: radio um yeah that's a good question yeah i think that However, would be a I, good case study don't we don't we have some kind of answer to that based on the stats that we take yeah we have
6: answers for that as it relates to voiceamerica.com absolutely right yeah right so you know we we got
2: something good starting place yeah yeah, yeah. see that and that's where the topic comes into play so you know okay what topics at what times and speaking about times you know time is very important you know certain times that you're looking to post or push something makes a hell of a difference. Oh, it all matters. Right. Uh- when we put out our newsletters uh
6: we've looked at all of the data for our constant contact account and you know which parts of the day have higher open rates versus lower ones and bounce and all that kind of stuff and you know that's where that's why we send our stuff out at the time that we do because that's what we found based off of the data of where we get the most open rates we were at like you know four or five percent at one point and you know by reading the data we've been able to leverage it over to about 12 and 15 percent. so it's
2: been pretty good and I remember uh, in our meetings, you know, we have our management meetings once a week, and we go over all the, the what's going on in the business and what's doing what. And talking to Jeff, Jeff, uh, you know, he goes over surveys and he talks about press releases and oh, we only had a certain percent open rate and yeah. So I'm just going over what yeah. you just went over about. You know, bringing it down to the times that work the best to do your press releases. And I think
6: that's probably what I like the best about (laughs) uh, PR hackers' approach is that everything that they do is data-driven based off of actual information and real results, which I think is – it it takes the guesswork kind of out of what you need to do because the data tells you exactly what you need to do. It's like uh, it gives you instructions. (laughs) Data doesn't lie. (laughs) No. Follow the data instructions, please. Very expensive to do uh, surveys, isn't
1: it? Can be depends on how big the audience is and how yeah. many questions you have and how many responses you get. And yeah. Whether they're actually analyzing the data for you, we'll and go
6: down to ASU and we'll get us a, a couple of college interns and send them out on couple Mill hundred, Avenue. Couple with hundred. The, yeah, with a clipboard and have yeah. them talk yeah. to people, engage personally, one on one. I'll
1: count them up myself for you by hand. There we go. And draw, draw pretty graphs and pie charts for you with crayons. Fantastic. Send them all See out that? with an iPad. And just old school. This is it's how digital. the plan develops right old here, school. folks. This old is school. how it develops. But actually, speaking about old school, one thing that I, I did want to bring up, which is a little bit of a growth hack, is that as everybody's moving in this data-driven direction, um, one thing not to miss out on, Snail mail your press release Ah, to the journalist because they don't get regular mail anymore. So when they get the one piece of mail from the one guy with a press release. (laughs)
2: It's like opening up a Christmas present. (laughs) As opposed to the
1: 1,200 emails they get on a daily basis with restaurant openings and Jeff's new chair and Ryan's new microphone and (laughs) uh, every new release of every iteration of every software app ever ever done, they actually get one in the mail. You just got to remember that you need to mail it.
7: Early, a little bit before loaded. the yeah, event right, actually right.
1: happens. You know, So that's something that's but, a big av-
2: – yes. Okay. Well, we've actually,
1: I've actually had some success with that recently. Was, let's just, what happens if we just mail it to them? Right. Because we wanted to send them stuff along with it. Sure. So as opposed to, you know, hey, put us in your magazine and we'll send you some stuff. We just uh-huh. sent it to them. So and test, we got a better um, response worked out well. Because we actually – they were like, wow, it was the first piece of mail I've gotten in six months.
2: <laughs> you know? This was when you were in California, wasn't it? It was when I was in <laughs> <Yeah>. California. <laughs> Chris went political uh, for, uh, for a few months there, uh, working on a gentleman's campaign. Bruno BrunoForAssembly.com. <laughs> there it is. Get the shout-out to Bruno. Does Bruno listen to the show? Bruno, he call us. You know, when are we going to start getting some phone calls? Are we going to start pushing the, the, the call-in number? 866-472-5787. Call in now. If anybody's got questions, give us a call. It's talk radio, not listen radio. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but sometimes you know, it's, uh, I'd like to answer a question or two, see what happens <laughs> well, We can set that up, you can set that up on the site
1: where they know in advance what the show topic is going to be about And they can submit their questions in advance because not everybody listens That's live yeah. They might
2: be working or driving or sleeping Well, we found, I mean, some of our shows, and we know this based on how many shows we have I mean, a majority of our shows are not bombarded with phone calls Some are, you know, heavily, but you know some it's not even uh an issue or for some they don't realize that you know it's you're listening on the internet so chances are somebody's working while they're listening to the show or they're doing something else so exercising or whatever waiting for a bus right, or right. going
1: for a walk or sure sure h- hiding from their children yep
2: <laughs> talk
6: radio the most portable digital format in the world
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> right,
6: right. Yeah, we had a great show today, you know, talking to Ben about the PR hacker and, of yep. course, having uh, Mr. Chris Conlon in-house, uh, shedding his light as well on the subject. It's always been uh, good to have him in here. And, you know, as we move through this, we, you know, got that new event coming up on the 19th with the Icon thing in, uh, yep. in uh, Orange County. So that'll be really good. You know,
2: it's going to be fun to be up on stage again yeah. uh, as a VIP panel member. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and then, of course, the red carpet, I think, is going to be a, a fun little event, and uh, we'll get some good uh, good coverage, not only for Voice America, but we'll do some good coverage uh, for the client. So, Yeah, absolutely. And
6: uh, let's see here. We're coming up on uh, the end of the show here. We should probably talk a little bit about what we're going to discuss next week is going to be uh, Chapter 11 of the book, where we talk about self-syndicating, self-syndicating your
2: broadcast. self <laughs> your broadcast, yes. That's a... Uh, That's something we're trying to do uh, each week, but there's I've
6: been communicating with a person
2: that I'll let you know after the show because
6: I'm not going to drop it on the (laughs) show, but I think it's going to be our guest for next week or one of the guests uh, from an extremely reputable syndication outlet that I'm sure everybody might know. Okay.
2: (laughs) 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 Haboobo.com? You gave it away. Well, good. So, yeah, so we're looking forward to that show. Uh, We'll have some great guests. Uh, I guess you'll tell me who at least one of those guests are Mm going to be, which I think I know you're talking about, but I'm not quite sure yet. Today's kind of been a bad day for me. You know, I came in a little later today just to do the show because I wasn't feeling well this morning. So came in just to do the show today. Of course, I had to, couldn't miss two weeks in a row. Hey, well, I'm proud of you for uh, summoning your intestinal fortitude. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I love it.
6: Well, hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into the radio show. Uh, I'm co host Ryan Treasure. I am the host Jeff Spinard. We're going to come back next week with Chapter 11, talking about self syndicating your podcast. Go check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash voice America at Radio Ryan1, at Jeff Spinney2 is our Twitter handles. And we will see you guys all next week. Stay tuned. So Finding a frequency. Then.